Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host, Sri Ayer. Joining me after a few months is Sri Sanjay Dixit of Jaipur Dialogues. And we're going to talk about the interesting place that Rajasthan finds itself in the political landscape. They are up for elections in a few months and a lot of churn happening in the Congress camp. And we'll also talk about what is going to happen in the BJP camp also. So first, let us welcome Sri Sanjay Dikshit Ji. Sanjay Ji, Namaskar and welcome to P Guru's channel. Namaste, Namaste. How are you? I'm doing well, Sanjay Ji. Um, first off, uh, it's a privilege and honor to host you on my channel, sir. And uh, you have been a Rajasthan man for a long time. So you probably know the ins and outs of what's happening in the machinations of the Congress. You know, we heard about Sachin Pilot almost bolting a couple of years ago and only to come back, tail tucked firmly between his legs. Now again, he is threatening something. Um, kind of walk us through what is happening because Gaylord has made some interesting statements also. You see, right since the beginning, Gaylord's strategy has been to somehow push Sachin Pilot out of. Uh, Rajasthan politics and possibly out of Congress. That's what he has been aiming to do ever since he took charge. And uh, uh, of course, he made uh, Sachin's life difficult, even as he was a deputy chief minister, nothing used to get done. Uh, anybody who was uh, seen even remotely close to Sachin Pilot was removed. I'm talking about the bureaucracy. And uh, the general perception and the general message that went around the secretariat. And uh, I was still in the secretariat at that time when it all started. And that was December 1919. And I was there till July 2020. So I saw it close by. And uh, they made it clear, the Galoth camp made it clear that uh, Sachin was a persona non grata. And ultimately, he felt so suffocated that he thought that uh, he could actually make a bolt and probably bring the government down. He almost succeeded. And uh, of course, he got some gratuitous and not so gratuitous uh, help from the BJP at that time. And that's what uh, Galop keeps referring to from time to time. And uh, made some very interesting statements lately and uh, i don't know why he exposed vasundara raje because uh, vasundara raje did save his government he is absolutely right when he says that vasundara raje saved his government he is absolutely dead right and um, bjp hesitated only because bjp was not sure of Vasundara's moves. Vasundara did not want Sachin Pilot coming into the BJP fold because uh, that would have compromised her position, she thought, as if it's not already compromised. Yet she is compromised by her own actions. So that's how it's all been going. And it's very interesting, the recent statements that uh, about Vasundara and um, uh, of course, he keeps bad-mouthing Sachin Pilot every time he gets an opportunity. That's been quite a tale. 
and um, that is something that Sachin Pilot uh, referred to also yesterday. But uh, then when you ask me about what happened yesterday, I will come to that. So <laughs> basically, when he tried to bolt, did he have enough numbers for him to be able to join with BJP and command a majority, even assuming that all of them resigned and then got re-elected, like what happened in Karnataka? Uh, you see, he had about 24 MLAs to begin with. And the total number of MLAs uh, that uh, Congress has is uh, 99 plus 6, that is 105. These six are those who joined from the BSP. The BSP mm -hmm. had six MLAs. All of them, uh, five of them, joined Congress. Okay. So their to total was 104, out of which 24 were threatening to go away. So if these uh, 24 went away, then that would have left uh, the assembly uh, with uh, a midpoint of 90, because then there would have been 180 MLAs. Mm. And uh, out of that, uh, 80 would have been, sorry, 200 minus 20 uh, would have been 180. Midpoint right. would have been 90. Congress would have been left with 80. But Congress also had support of uh, about 14 independent MLAs. So basically, what they needed was not 20, but uh, not 24, but uh, they needed uh, almost uh, 34 MLAs. Hmm. So there were 10 hmm. shots there. Out of Some these margins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was a very marginal thing. So uh, then three of them um, bolted the Sachin hmm. Pilot camp and came back to Ashok Gehlot. So that completely hmm. tilted these skills. Right, and after right. that, uh, I think BJP gave him. Uh, some 15 days to muster up uh, the rest of the brigade, but that he could not. And that's why that whole attempt failed. And uh, now the um, charge is being made by Ashok Gelo that they received a hefty sum of money. And he says that, okay, now you return the money that you've taken from the BJP and uh, I will ask AICC to make good your losses. So mm. That's also a jibe that he's taking. Hmm. And uh, that has also upset uh, a lot of people because uh, people who had gone with Sachin Pilot also included some very, very uh, honest and old politicians as well who are known for being absolutely <clears throat> Squeaky clean. straight hmm. and honest. So uh, that's how things are happening. And uh, I think the move that was made by Sachin was somewhat premature at that time. And that is maybe because of his lack of experience. Otherwise, uh, he could have done like uh, Jyoti Raditya Sindhya, but then Jyoti Raditya Sindhya also had the advantage that the gap in MP was, was much, much less. less. Yes, much less, much less. So true, so true. So what is much the latest less. fracas? Yeah, what is the latest fracas now? Latest is now that the assembly elections are uh, uh, just about uh, six, seven months away. I think in uh, late October, generally the notification happens. So late October means uh, we are already in May, so just five months away. So uh, nobody's got any stake 
left in uh, remaining in MLA. So they are making their moves. They are making their moves for the uh, legislative assembly elections. That's uh, that seems to be the case. And maybe Sachin Pilot has finally made up his mind um, to ditch Congress because uh, Ashok Gehlot doesn't seem to be in a mood to give any quarter at all. Now, interesting thing that I heard is that now you said that he had 24, let's mota mota, three left. So he had 20 or 21. Now I'm hearing he has barely 12. You see, the, the, right now it doesn't matter. Hmm. The number of MLAs do not matter because uh, nobody is now trying to change the government. Because if at this moment you change the government, the government gets unnecessary sympathy and the government is quite unpopular anyway. So right now, everybody is trying to position themselves for the legislative assembly elections and the post-election scenario. Those are the gambits uh, that are being played out right now. Um viewers please like share and subscribe to our channel and don't forget to click on the bell button for notifications as we proceed this conversation with sanjay dikshit ji he has graced our channel after a long time i'm hoping that we'll have more such conversations because he's uh, as uh, rajasthan goes to polls soon so sanjay ji i'm also hearing that rajasthan has a bunch of revdi schemes already in play do you think that will affect the public mood come election time Oh, plenty of them, but that's uh, typically Galot. He does that every time. He's the mm. third time chief minister. And in his previous two innings, he did absolutely the same, the same playbook he is mm. uh, mm. copying even this time. Mm. And uh, each time uh, it didn't matter because the maladministration and malgovernance uh, in his rule are always so high that these things do not matter in the end. Everybody knows where he's coming from. People know him so well. <laughs> he, he also knows his people well. But then uh, uh, he just doesn't have that basic competence to run a state government. Mm -hmm. That's why he loses. The first time he came, and in fact, every time he has become the chief minister, he's uh, done that by done that through the Tanjanpat route. Mm -hmm. The elections were never fought in his name in which the Congress made uh, government. 1998, the election was fought in the name of Parasaram Madhirna and Naval Kishore Sharma. And uh, because there was a tussle between the two, he parachuted in and became chief minister at a fairly young age. I think he was about 45, 46 at that time. Then um, uh, as chief minister, the next election was fought in 2003 with Gehloth as the face and as the chief minister. In uh, 1998, Congress had won a landslide of 156 seats out of 200. Then uh, when Gehloth became the face and the elections were fought in 2003 under his chief ministership, Congress came down to 56. 156 to 56. Wow. Hmm. Then again, uh, the next elections in 2008 Eight. Mm -hmm. were fought with uh, 
C.P. Joshi as the mm. face. Mm. Now, as luck would have it, this the C.P. Joshi lost the election by one vote. And uh, he was again parachuted in. He was <laughs> again parachuted in. And even if C.P. Joshi had not lost the election, I'm quite sure that uh, the way he is able to manipulate uh, Tenjan Pathi, he would have parachuted in uh, next time as well. Because mm. even at that time, Rahul was favoring C.P. Joshi. Mm. Rahul was favoring C.P. Joshi. But uh, uh, Sonia was uh, for Kalot even at that time. So even if mm. you give the scenario that mm. uh, uh, C.P. Joshi had won the election, even then, because C.P. Joshi did throw his hat into the mix, mm. Mm. even mm. though he had lost the election. Uh, but then he had the blessings of uh, Tenjanpat and he was parachuted in uh, again. Mm, mm. Then and the next elections, I'm giving you the whole background so that you. Right, 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 right. right. The next ahead, elections, 2013, 2013 were fought under his chief ministership with he himself, Ashok Gelot, as the face. And Congress got a record 21 seats out of 200. Wow. Wow. So hmm. then um, he was eased out, but he's he's never eased out. You know, when he loses chief ministership, then he lands a plump post in the organization in Delhi. So he was made general secretary there. And uh, Sachin Pilot was uh, happily ensconced as a minister, as a state minister of telecom, important ministry. And he was asked to come to Rajasthan and brave it out. And he did brave it out in the Rajasthan heat for five years. And he restored their uh, fortunes, made some very important alliances, because of which Congress could win. Congress won principally because in the eastern Rajasthan, about 40, 40 42 seats uh, of eastern Rajasthan, Congress swept 37. In these 42 seats, BJP could get only one. Only one. And in the rest of the 166, 160 seats, they got 72. But if he did all the hard work, then why was he not made the chief minister then? Ashok Galat has uh, the ability to sway 10 Janpats. He had the support of Rahul Gandhi once again. But then uh, Rahul Gandhi is uh, also outmaneuvered by mother and daughter duo quite often. The mother and daughter duo outmaneuvered him and got uh, um, Ashok Galat parachuted as chief minister again. So now he has his track record, and we all know how Congress fares when it fights an election with Ashok Gehloth as the face. Hmm. That's true. That's and true. I do not see anything else happening to that track record. Hmm. He's done these freebie business for donkey's years. Everybody knows that. And these freebies, my opinion, general opinion across the board is that uh, no freebies work in the election year. Mm -hmm. 
Good to know that, sir. Now let's take a look at BJP's fortunes. Do you think that Vasundhara Raja will again be the face of BJP? Should she be the face of BJP? And if not, who are the alternatives? Uh, to me, it doesn't look as if she would be the face of BJP, though, of course, she would be buoyed by the Karnataka result. I think she was badly waiting for the Karnataka result to go against the BJP so that she could uh, lay her claim. Uh, she has also this great record of losing the elections every time she has been chief minister. Mm. And that is principally because of her arrogance. She is so terribly arrogant and, uh, well, and, uh, there is one thing that goes through the roof when she is chief minister and that is corruption. And a mm. lot of allegations get leveled against her personally. It has happened every mm. time she's been chief minister. Mm. Mm. And uh, last time, one of the principal reasons was that these charges stuck. Mm. And that's what uh, Sachin Pilot is talking about now, because they mm. made a lot of charges against Vasundhara Raja. She lost the election. In fact, the mm, buzz at that time was that the even BJP supporters and fence sitters they were all chanting, "Modi tujse bar nahi, Rani teri khair nahi." Achha, okay, understood. Mm. She also, you know, she styles herself as the Maharani, you know, she likes to be mm. called Maharani Sahib and things of those kinds. Mm. Oh, but a lot of people get upset uh, in this manner. And then, of course, uh, she has this haughty demeanor about herself in that royal demeanor that she throws around uh, all the time everywhere. But that doesn't work anymore. Uh, she lost both elections, uh, even though she would have been in the pole position. In fact, in 2008, she lost the election in spite of the fact that 26-11 had happened just a week before the polling. Oh, wow. Hmm. And that enabled her, that enabled BJP to get 78 seats. Otherwise, uh, they would have got something like 30-40 seats. The, the, hmm. the, the hmm. mood was the, that devastating. The, other governments came back. The MP government came back. The Chhattisgarh government came back. But Rajasthan government did not come back at that time. Mm. In spite of, because MP elections had taken place before 26-11 happened, Chhattisgarh also. Rajasthan election was the only one that happened uh, after 26-11. And uh, even that uh, could not bring BJP to the majority. Whereas the other two, MP and Chhattisgarh, they got majority even before, uh, without having the 26-11 factor. So th that's that's how bad her administration was. That, that's how, uh, how uh, corrupt that regime was in 2008. 2018, ditto. Hmm. Even though in 2018, she didn't get too much of a free hand because Modi had come in the center by that time. But then uh, there's only so much that you can do sitting there in the center. Look at uh, Bomai, Basavaraj Bomai. The right. impression that he was a listless administrator ultimately cost them the government. Right. Hmm. Now, um, you said you think that it might not be her. Uh, before that, uh, she is the sister of Madhavara Sindhya, right? 
No, she is not the sister of Madhura Sindhya. I thought she was related, related to the Sindhya. Yes, yes, Madhura Sindhya. She, she is sister yeah, Madhura Sindhya, not Jyotira. I, uh, I, I thought you were Madhura Sindhya. Yeah, yeah. Madhura Sindhya's sister, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. One generation above. Um, so if BJP were to look beyond uh, Vijay Raja Sindhya, who would be the possible candidates? Uh, there are quite a few candidates right now. And... Uh, uh, I think uh, the next chief minister would come from among the members of parliament that we have here. Mm. And uh, my bet has somehow always been on the honorable speaker of the Lok Sabha. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I think he could be the dark horse. Well, you know, these days we don't have all these conventions that once somebody has been a speaker or a governor, that they don't come back into active politics. I think all those things have been those things have been thrown. Oh, a long time back. I mean, that's never been. The <laughs> I remember our speaker here, Harishankar Babla. Hmm. He, um, while he was a speaker, he ultimately left the speakership and became deputy CM. <laughs> not even CM. He became mm -hmm. deputy CM, and I'm talking about when. I'm, I'm uh, talking about uh, 1995. Mm -hmm. Well, um, so that's one person. Anybody else you can think of? Now, then there are, of course, a, a, a lot of other people in the mix. The party president is always one in the mix. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Uh, but then he's quite uh, uh, new to the job. Uh, I don't know. He needs to cut his teeth. But if he demonstrates some capability, right. maybe he could also be in the mix. Ultimately, uh, he has become the party president uh, only because of uh, Modi, I guess. Hmm. He's, a, he's a member of parliament from Chittorgar. His name is uh, his name is also C.P. Joshi. <laughs> he's, uh, he has the same name as the Honorable Speaker of the Rajasthan Legislative Assembly at present. So the, he, he could, that could be another. A uh, lot of people keep throwing the names of uh, Rajyavardhan Singh Rathod and Gajinder Singh Shiklavat. Uh, mm. But then uh, calling to me, mm, their names may not even be under consideration. Mm, mm, mm. There could be some other dark horses. There is this uh, princess of Jaipur, Diya Kumari. Mm. And uh, if they really want to uh, take that royal sheen off Vasundra uh, Rajay, mm. they could use her as well. Right, right. So, but does she have any administrative every, experience? Everything is quite open. No, mm. she doesn't. Okay. She administers so, her palace, of course. <laughs> of course. Now, then, before we sign off, last question for you. I'm hearing that DK Shivkumar has threatened that he has 50 MLAs with him and that if he doesn't get the CM post, he's going to go lock stock and join with uh, BJP. He doesn't have the numbers. Clearly, it will be some other way. What do you think? Is this something 65, that... Like 65 plus 65 plus 50 is 115. Right. True, but so the that, 50 cannot that, transfer right away, right? The 50 can't transfer. They have to resign. Then they have to wait for the election poll, poll announcement. Then they all have to re get re-elected. 
this soon it might be difficult don't you think see nobody's taken oath yet so that's still a gray area hmm oh i see i see i see oh this is a new twist they, definite googly they, they, wow they, they, they haven't taken the oath of mla yet so that's a gray area it hmm. hasn't been finally decided in the court as to what happens uh, to the status of an mla who has not taken the oath wow well that's interesting that i didn't i didn't they are, oh, technical they are only they are only what is called mla elect okay they are not, not yet MLAs MLAs. Yet. they become <laughs> members only when they are sworn in hmm. in the legislative assembly so so you think it's possible that they can walk across and say that we are going to be another group and they cannot be disqualified because they don't constitute two thirds of the congress party and they can be recognized as a separate group it could happen <laughs> no because that is the, see, that's the only way certainly. that's the only way dks can become chief minister see on the own his his deal and if he be, walks away if he walks away with 50 he has the means right to purchase another 50 <laughs> <laughs> so true so true so true so we'll wait with interest what happens but uh, this was a wonderful trip down memory lane sanjay ji i did not know all these different nuances about rajasthan politics but we think that bjp has a very good chance of coming back we don't know who's going to be the cm and sachin again we don't know what uh, you know what's going to happen where his plane is going to land so we'll wait and see once again thank yeah, you so much sir i'll just add a, a little the last yeah. time a government was repeated in rajasthan was 1985 hmm and that happened uh, because of rajiv gandhi's assassination hmm hmm of course technically you could say because in uh, 89 there was a government elected which was a combination of bjp janata dal hmm. then there was uh, a split within the janata dal and then bjp formed the government balo singh shekhawat as chief minister so that government was dismissed in 1992 oh because of the ram ram janmabhoomi ram janmabhoomi then the elections took place again in 1993 that same government came back so uh, according to me it's a continuum mm. uh, people say that it's a repeat i don't think it was a repeat because the previous government lasted uh, hardly a year or so Year, year and a half or so thank you so much sir once again namaskar namaste ji